It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Welcome to Cold Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I'm that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. On this episode, we're going to dig into week two and get into week three. We're also going to talk about the Canelo Triple G fight. We're going to award the Dole of the Week. And we have a special upon further review segment. You've been crying for a VIP for a while. I haven't touched on the subject in a minute. It's time to touch on it again. But for right now, headlines, please. Dateline NFL. So week two offered a few surprises. I thought Tom Brady was done. But that over 400-yard performance that he put forth in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome proved otherwise. It looks like the Lions are for real because that defense shut down the Giants. But then again, the Giants are abysmal on offense right now. The Raiders simply are loving the fact that Beast Mode is going ham on the sideline dancing. We also saw the defending NFC champs put it to the Packers once again. And that pretty much sealed the deal for the rest of the NFL action for week two. How about week three? Well, there's a few games that are on tap that's going to pique interests. How about the 1 p.m. tilt between the Falcons and the Lions? That is your big time one o'clock game. Now, the big time 425 game Sunday is going to feature the abysmal offensive line of the Seattle Seahawks and the steadily improving Tennessee Titans. Then, of course, Sunday night, you have the Raiders and Washington. And then there is the Monday night tilt between the Cowboys and Cardinals. Week three has gotten off to a really good start because I'll be doggone. We actually saw a good game. Yeah, the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams and the 49ers. They got it on in Santa Clara. They actually decided to not play defense. I guess they decided to just simply stay at home. And it was basically a seven on seven drill all throughout the game. It ended up being a 41 to 39 victory for the Rams with a Todd Gurley sighting. Who knew? He rushed for 113 yards and scored not one, not two, but three touchdowns. He actually looked like his 2015 self. Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, it, it really is astonishing to see good action from him because he's been absolutely putrid the last year. Dateline Houston. 
So this past Sunday, the Houston Astros did the one thing that they have not done in their 46 year history. They have clinched their first ever American League West championship. This is the first championship that they have won since the 2001 season. I should say the first division championship they've won since the 2001 season. And yes, the, all those wonderful teams that, that were in the early mid odds, they didn't win the NL Central. It was always the Cardinals that stood in the way. Dateline Dallas. So it looks like the stay that the NFL requested is denied. The NFL appeal was heard by Judge Amos Mazant, and he promptly ruled the following. Quote. In its emergency motion in front of the court, the NFL is complaining that the court essentially issued a premature order by failing to wait for the arbitrator to issue his ruling and therefore lacked subject matter jurisdiction. Oddly, the NFL is now seeking expedited relief from the Fifth Circuit without first waiting for the court to rule on the identical issue. The irony is not lost on the court. Close quote. The NFL wanted to push this faster and wanted a ruling before the end of the month so that Ezekiel Elliott could serve his suspension during the 2016, during the 2017 season. But it looks more and more like the case will pretty much not be heard until later this year and then probably during the offseason. Dateline Atlanta. Charles Barkley, who is never at a loss for opinion nor words, lived up to his boisterous opinion self so he waited for a while to talk about what the nba actually decided to levy down upon back-to-backs they decided to lessen those back-to-backs because they wanted to curtail when the head coaches of these teams were to sit down players on long road trips with marquee games on the line on abc but barkley pretty much had this to say about that ruling and that decision quote I am so angry, angry at the NBA for not telling these guys, wait a minute, we're paying you guys 30, 40 million dollars and you can't play basketball two days in a row. I think it's a travesty that the NBA didn't just tell these guys to play basketball two days in a row. Moving the season up is just a joke to me. I've sat with older guys who took trains and played three days in a row. I think it's a joke and travesty that these guys won't play back to back games with all the private jets and stuff that they get. The NBA caved in. Instead of making them play back-to-back games. I think it's a joke. Close quote. Look, I get that the 82-game schedule on its surface and on its head worked for Barkley when he played. But this is a new NBA. The Labor Association of the NBA is a lot stronger now than it was when Barkley played. And... The TV agreement is a lot more lucrative than it was back in the day because not only do you have Sunday afternoon games during the winter and spring that you have to plan for for marquee matchups along with Christmas, but you also have Saturday night games that they are featuring as well. So more games that are being promoted means more product that needs to be A1. And when the product has to be more A1, that means that the NBA wants to have their teams play their best players on the biggest stages. Dateline Las Vegas. Triple G or Gennady Golovkin and Canelo Alvarez did not disappoint this past Saturday. The three judges in that fight most certainly did. 
Well, I shouldn't say the three judges. I'll say one of the three because the scorecards from that 12 round fight that went the distance between Triple G and Canelo went as follows. Dave Barretti scored the fight 115-113 for Triple G and Don Treya scored the fight 114 apiece because he ruled it a draw and that really made it a draw because the third judge, Adelaide Bird, saw the fight 118-110 Canelo Avarice. Now, this is how I saw the fight. The first four rounds, Alvarez was more the aggressor. The fifth round was pretty even, but that's when the tide sort of turned. I gave six through ten all of those rounds to Triple G. I give the 11th to Alvarez. The 12th was a toss-up. I lean a little bit more Triple G than I do Canelo. Golovkin was the aggressor through the fight, period. And normally, fights should be awarded to the aggressor. He pushed the issue. Alvarez was basically on the ropes for far too long, but he earned the draw supposedly las vegas wasn't happy because they had to wave bye-bye to a lot of funds five hundred thousand dollars and i thought fights made money oh it is going to make money because there's going to be a rematch when i come back we're going to talk about cte and the late aaron hernandez but coming up next dolt of the week time Come on back. You want to speak on air? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to check out my guest appearances? ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to check out the media reel that's available? ColdSportsWithAZ.com How about the books that I've written? It's on sale at ColdSportsWithAZ.com And you can get my free ebook, The 5 Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History at ColdSportsWithAZ.com You can also check out buying hats, shirts, and mugs, and bags at ColdSportsWithAZ.com You can also check out past episodes and this present one. If you want all of that and then some, you can come to Cole Sports with the Z.com and check us out. Cole Sports! Available on Koala Sports with the Z.com. Johnson on the mic, and you have tuned in to the right show at the right time, because here is your next Dolt of the Week! Dolt of the Week. 
sponsored by nobody. It gonna be sponsored by somebody real soon. The winner of this episode's Dolt of the Week is... Former Thunder and current Warrior small forward Kevin Durant. He won this award going away because he is an immature brat. Now, why do I say this? It's very simple. He did things such as the following. He trashed his former Thunder head coach, Billy Donovan. He trashed his former Thunder teammates for the exception of Russell Westbrook. And then he had second thoughts about making his decision in free agency to go from Oklahoma City to the Bay Area. And he put all of that on tweets. And if that wasn't bad enough, word around the campfire came from many media sources saying that Kevin Durant was busy creating other Twitter handles to handle the trolls. Now, I've told people this, and I'm going to tell another person this. Stop feeding the trolls. Look, son, you make eight figures a year. Why does it even concern you? Why does it bother you so to where you actually have to put in your insoles in your shoes all the shade that other people have given you? Now, there's some that say, hey, if that serves as motivation, fine. Then it can serve as motivation all it wants, but that shows pettiness. There are those out there who live to see you be broken down outside your character and show that, oh, you mean to tell me my opinion matters to the point where this top five NBA player really wants to talk to me? and talk ill to me and curse me out yes i got the attention of this guy look son you're 28 you can just let that stuff fly if you want to type something so bad just type these three words thank you and scoreboard this is going to haunt you the rest of your life the way you are treating all of this it's going to hurt you and haunt you for the rest of your life why do i say that in the usa today piece you were quoted as saying the following quote i played a little too much and that really hurt me to know that i affected billy donovan and the thunder like i love those people i don't never want to hurt them that was just me being a total idiot i own up to it i want to move on from it it probably hit me harder than what everybody thought everybody else was telling me to relax to snap out of it but i I was really really upset with myself more than anything it's not the fact that people were talking about me because i deserve that but i'm just more upset with myself that i let myself go that far you know what i'm saying it was a joke to me at first i was doing it all summer and it went too deep i went too hard i haven't slept in two days two nights i haven't ate it's crazy because i feel so pissed at myself and i'm mad that i brought someone into it close quote no son you didn't bring someone into it you brought your millions of twitter followers into it that reaction right there that's what these fools want that's what the trolls want they want to know that their words their pittance of of words and care affects you to that degree they got what they wanted they got that reaction They were itching to do this, and they got their reaction. Be proud of yourself that you can recognize that, because they're proud that they got that reaction out of you. Listen, Kevin, you're probably the best player in the league outside of LeBron James right now, and you have a whole lot more to lose than the trolls 
that keep coming up day after day after day after day to attack you on being soft, to attack you on being a traitor, and to attack you on being one that was simply too much of a coward to not continue to build what you had with Westbrook. You're going to have more people throw shade on you, man. Shrug that crap off. Shrug it off. It's not meant for your ears, your eyes, or your heart, man. Shrug that crap off. Look, man, you make eight figures a year. I can guarantee none of the people that tweeted against you make that much. And you're an NBA champion, and you're an NBA Finals MVP. Come on, dude. You got millions of people in this country that would trade places with you right this minute. Right now, people would want to trade places with you. You're the hottest commodity right now in the NBA. You're in the number one spot, although I would say LeBron James is a lot higher, simply because he gets more of the lion's share of criticism and focus. But in terms of championship attention, that's all you right now. Stop feeding the trolls, man. Put Twitter down and just focus on being the best basketball player you can be, which to me means you can be the best basketball player out there, period. It's right there for you to just snatch. Stop with creating these Twitter handles, though. That's out of line, dog. That's completely out of line. When I return, we're going to climb under the hood, so to speak. And upon further review. Hi, I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. But when I am not being the intelligent sportsman, I have another platform. Go to shows.pippa, that's spelled P-I-P-P-A dot I-O forward slash revelations. That is my home every Tuesday. Get to hear riveting interviews, riveting conversation, ones that make you understand what humanity is, the best, the worst, and all points in between. So join us every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on shows.pippa.io for slash revelations. Revelations is the place where we communicate truth to power, and it is the place where we change the world one conversation at a time. Revelations, 9 a.m. Eastern, every Tuesday on pippa.io. episode of cold sports we're going to dive into week four of the nfl and do a slight review week three the playoffs are upon us with major league baseball because the following week october baseball will begin we'll of course award the final dolt of the week for the month of september and we're going to give you a really good riveting upon further review segment see as for the next episodes to come well how about this one we're not done we're not finished here we go we're gonna climb under the hood as they say and go into the brain and upon further review.
So earlier this week, it was released that former Patriots tight end, the late Aaron Hernandez, had advanced stages of CTE. Now, what does CTE stand for? It is an acronym for Chronic Traumatic Encephalopathy. In short, it is a degenerative brain disease that is what researchers will say is caused on by brain trauma, meaning a lot of collisions to the head, many concussions, trauma of that ilk. Dr. Ann McKee, the director of the CTE Center at Boston University, stated that Hernandez had stage three of the disease. Now, there are four stages and stage three is the second highest of them. And what it can do is in that stage, it can cause violent mood swings and depression amongst other cognitive disorders. Now, former Hernandez attorney Jose Baez had this to say about it. Quote. We're told it was the most severe case they had ever seen for someone of Aaron's age. Close quote. Now, I forget the report, but it was released that stage three CTE said that there was so much damage. It represented someone of the age of between 60 and 65. Hernandez was 27 when he died in April. Bias went on to say this too. Quote. When hindsight is 2020, you look back and there are things you might have noticed, but you don't know. Close quote. Now, why is this so important? Well, it's important because there was a recent study that was conducted where it showed signs of the disease in about 110 of the 111 NFL players whose brains they inspected. And that's not really a good sign. In fact, it's a, an alarming one, one that would cause people to take notice. And the fact that Aaron's age was so young and his brain was so degenerative in its, well, de-evolution, gives you a clue that this wasn't just NFL damage, that this was damage probably heaped upon him in many collisions in college, many collisions in high school, many collisions in junior high school. And I had to answer this question from a VIP and he asked, what do you think would be the long term case about this? And I said, you're probably going to see more parents steer their children clear from the football field. And you're going to see less and less children at a young age play football because we're seeing these these tests that having your bell rung is not a light thing, that you can suffer severe damage and you can cause severe damage because of it. And that's a scary thing. It's a scary thing to face for anybody. And so when people talk about how wonderful football is, it's a great game. No question about it. But the risks are there. And I've seen some alternatives, like I've seen no pads, no helmet football. They tackle, but the reason why they don't wear helmets or pads, it's sort of, I guess, is a way to not have people who are trying to tackle lean with their heads or lead with their heads when they tackle. And they think that that would cause less brain damage. Although I do feel the head-on-head collision will aid in having some concussions there too. The concern is real. The concern is real, and I think this is why this particular case really is poignant. He was 27 when he died. Mind you, he didn't suffer any brain damage. He wasn't on the field for many years before that. So uh, when you think about those things, it makes you pause, and it makes you take notice and understanding that this really is a damaging thing, and it could really affect those who play. The NFL correspondent to Cole Sports, Christian Simpson, said to me, quote, if I had a son, I wouldn't allow him to play because it's too dangerous. And I played and I got hurt my freshman year of high school. 
It wasn't head, thankfully, but I got injured. It's a dangerous game. Close quote. And it is a dangerous game. One where I think we're seeing more and more people steering clear of it. Like LeBron James, he publicly has said that he wasn't going to allow his children to play football. They could play baseball. They could play basketball. Football? No, it's too dangerous. So if you have someone of his stature saying that, no, this game is not going to be played with his sons, even though LeBron played himself in high school, you're going to see more parents take the same stance. Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't alarm me, really. It just is a fact of life. But in hotbeds like Pennsylvania, California, Florida, and Texas, football will still continue because it's a part of life, especially in Texas. It's just a way of life. That's how Friday nights in September, October, and November are made. Whole cities gather together for football. Just do. It's a fact of life because it's a way of life. But it might not be a way of life for too many other places for far too long. Because if a 27-year-old could have stage 3 CTE, just imagine how much more damage someone can get from having even more violent collisions and more frequent ones than Aaron did in his time in the NFL. If you happen to like this episode or any episode that you've heard thus far, a special interview or a regular show like this one, why don't you come on down to ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You want to speak on air? You can do that on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. Want to check out the books that I've written? We have that available and on sale at ColdSportsWithAZ.com. Want to check out the guest appearances that I've made? It's ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You want to sample my free book, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History? ColdSportsWithAZ.com. Want to check out where you can buy shirts, hats, bags, and all other assorted items. ColdSportsWithAZ.com. If you simply want to check out my guest appearances, you can find it on ColdSportsWithAZ.com. And if you want to hear past episodes of this brand, just come on down to ColdSportsWithAZ.com. That's ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You can check out all of my social media handles and everything else that's associated with this brand on Cold Sports with a Z. Dot com. In VIP, it doesn't matter where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or when you do. I just want you to do this one simple thing, and that is to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is... You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.